Today's episode of Dungeon Crawlers Radio is brought to you by Gamers Inn, your one-stop location for all your gaming needs. Located in Lehigh City, Utah, their fun and friendly staff will be more than happy to answer any of your gaming needs. Just remember, Gamers Inn, it's where adventures begin. Broadcasting live from the DCR studio. Oh, yeah! The Geek Revolution starts here. Excellent! Get ready for the number one hit geek radio show out there. Well, it is impressive, isn't it? Because it's time for Dungeon Crawlers Radio. Alright everyone, welcome to another episode of Dungeon Crawlers Radio, where we're talking about dead cats. No, just kidding. We're not talking about dead cats, we wouldn't do that. Uh, we're going to talk about editing. Beep. We're talking about oh. beep and editing. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, there's a lot of different companies that have shown up, gone away, some that are current that have... Uh, Edit out content. Why don't you uh, save it, movies. Angel? You want to say it? I, I don't want to. On your I phone. know, but I don't. Re- I just, Clean okay. flicks. Clean was, flicks was, was one, a good one. Back in the day, Angel. Um, there's several that have been around, and there's been lots of lawsuits that have gone around and and stuff like that. So we thought we'd talk about that, you know, because yeah, you know, motion picture companies are saying, well, it's against the law. This is our stuff. It's copyrighted. You shouldn't be able to edit it. But, you know, then on the flip side, they're saying, well, you own it. You bought it. You have the right to clean it up so that, you yeah. know, your kids don't see the mass nudity, uh, weird sex scene that you would see in Deadpool or the guy becoming a shish kebab, which I don't know how you would edit that movie and not be able to enjoy it because there's can. very little left after Let me tell that you, the first the first really edited movie i ever got was right. office space oh <laughs> it was a I 35 minute movie that had to be boring it was not it was uh, yeah it, was, it really? had a couple moments but i'm not kidding yes the copy I that, that i owned one. was between 35 and 40 minutes long i have an hour and 15 minute long edited version and i think it's hilarious you see and i remember watching yours hey. Back to the have event. you seen the unedited one? I have now, and it okay. is awesome. Have you seen the but extended special is, is edition version? Mine. <laughs> so I have the extended special edition version. Ooh. It comes in this cool little tin collector thing. Oh, I that is a, an amazing movie. It is. It is. A However, movie. the only the only part of that whole movie that I just think doesn't need to be in there is the whole rap song when they're oh. kicking the printer. See, and that is in the, the my edited version. Really, and, that, and that's foul. And there's well, it leaps uh, out the end. Oh, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's edited. Okay. It's been so long since I've seen that movie. But no, I mean, but it's a beautiful movie. It really. Yeah, is. I'm I mean, sorry. Anybody who works in a cubicle needs to see that movie at some yeah. point. Yeah, I mean, which is why I saw it actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, no, we decided to come in. Yeah. Oh. I, I, that ca- the that character is just fantastic. Yeah, 
I, I'm, I'm gonna put Strickland in the book of movie. See, and that was that <laughs> was the other the part window? of the movie and, and that I, I had. Was, you know, yeah. there was the very beginning when they all show up. There's the guy who's like, oh yeah, I took a whole day off and it was amazing. And then he gets hypnotized. There's a lot of Milton. They beat up a printer, and then next thing you know, the place is burned down. And he loves <laughs> construction and shoveling because shoveling is better. And I'm thinking, come on, there's no way that's realistic. What about the paychecks? And not only that, the there's from... Batman standing next to him because that's Diedrich Bader. <laughs> oh, exactly, exactly. <laughs> but um, he's on my top ten list of guys I need to meet in this life. Diedrich, Diedrich Bader? That's right. Really? What do you want from me? He was in the Drew Carey show. Yeah, he was hilarious. I'd much rather meet person. Ryan Stiles or Drew Carey than him. Mockery. I would also like to meet Colin. Mo- I've met Colin Mockery. Nice guy. Well, cool. We love Colin. It wasn't Actually, really I love Colin it was and more Ryan like together. I, I was like one of those crazy fans. Too, yeah. Like, well, I this is the. So you were a creeper. So this is a this is a fantastic kind of example because you have this movie that makes literally no sense to you because it was edited oh, yeah. so much. Oh, yeah. You're just like, what the crap's going on? You know and. That kind of is where the movie, the these, you know, the movie producers are saying, "Look at this." Because one this of, is one of crap. the big things about it, yeah, is is there was no relationship between the main character and Jennifer Aniston, and but yet there was so much emotion all the time about it. Like, <laughs> well, what is she doing? This? Well, what are you doing? And it's like, well, but you don't know what's going you, on. Why are you guys so upset? You you think each other look pretty, and you went and ate dinner at someone's restaurant, whoever restaurant it was. Hooray! You know, and it's like, wow, you guys are some, like, really overzealous teenagers kind <laughs> yeah. of hormone thing going on between the two of you. And then the, the unedited version, suddenly, oh, okay, now I understand a little bit more. You guys are a little bit more involved yeah. than what it actually Well, it's, it's literally like taking a book and randomly just ripping chapters out. Well, it's not yeah. randomly. It's very selectively. It selectively rips out chapters, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you chose to watch the edited version because you and your mind frame at that time felt that you weren't ready for the more adult, more adult material I don't that was know. included. I inside. felt that way, but I definitely know my parents felt that way. <laughs> and that's the point, is that you chose to be able to watch that episode. Now, you can watch the full version and you can enjoy it even more. For me, like, I saw the edited version of Untouchables. Now, they cut out a lot mm-hmm. and I watched it and I enjoyed it because I was in a middle school, I think, and I wasn't ready. I was yeah. not ready for a full adult rated R movie uh, at that point. Sorry, Mormon boy. Um, but that's the point, is that I wasn't ready for it, but I wanted to be able to at least have a taste of that type of universe, that 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 storytelling. Mm-hmm. And when I was ready for it, the full version was there for me to be able to select that. And I appreciate that. Now, that being said, I do was missing out on story. I was missing out on well, track. Uh, here's the thing that's, that's really interesting Apparently with this. I was not a deprived child. No, neither was I, so don't worry. Um, I mean, this is kind of the interesting thing is, these movies have been edited. For television, which takes out most of that type of stuff, because Ryan. Predator. because they have a general audience and they have to make sure that a child doesn't see something inappropriate. So it's like, you know, it's where where's that line drawn? Because it's on TV, we the television studios can do it, but other people can't. So, I mean, that, that's the question: where's that line drawn? For me, I don't care. I mean, I'll watch the movie as it is. I'll enjoy it. I'll decide whether I like it or not, and cool. go from there. But will you watch your little? Will you let your little daughter watch? No. The same show? See, I, I wouldn't. And in that, and for that, they don't watch those movies. Those movies, I'll watch it after they've gone to bed. Or you have an adult cave. Or I, I do. Which I do. I have a TV in my office. Over the counter. I have a TV. I have a TV in my office. I watch Justified in my office while I'm working, because 
let's face it, there's some inappropriate stuff that shows up on that show. <laughs> there's it, some inappropriate stuff it on is, Rick and Morty. It is called TVMA for a reason. Um, and so I watch it in an environment where my kids aren't there. If I hear them coming, I pause it. See, After there's something. But again, that's, I think that's just being a parent, you know? It's also being an older sibling because I would do the same thing when I live with my parents and mm-hmm. my siblings are significantly younger than I am. So I'm wanting to watch, what was it? I don't even remember. Some of the USA stuff is pretty Oh yeah, but I mean, come on. But I, that's what the DVR is for. You record it and then you watch it after. The summer after third grade, I was watching like Friday the 13th and you know Nightmare on Elm Street and Hellraiser. And, that explains so much. Yes, it does. Um, but that, yeah. See, and when my parents wanted to watch a movie, they'd stick all of us in front of the TV, and my mom would put on something like South Pacific. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's that's and that you know, I grew up with your brother, and that was what was so vastly interesting because my parents just obviously didn't care yeah. what and I was watching. And I'd show up at school like, "What did you watch over the weekend?" <laughs> the Sound of Music. Yeah, you know, <laughs> and I'd have friends. I'm like, what? You know, they go, so what did you do this weekend? I watched this show. It's called Hellraiser. And I watched this lady get her, the skin yanked off of her body and that saw the awesome muscle too. tissue after. And they're like, they just give me this look of like pure horror. Like, what in the world? And, and I'm one like, of those teachers is probably yeah. thinking, you're going to grow up and kill people. <laughs> and, and, and look at you now. And what do you, he did, though. It was in this book. Yeah. And, and, well, and then they're like, and, and, yeah. And you turn around, what did you do? We, we, we watched. G.I. Joe, the animated movie? (laughs) I just remember quoting some of these movies that I was watching, and the school bus driver, my teachers, they didn't appreciate it as much as all the other students did. Oh, I remember the first time I quoted Indiana Jones and told somebody that he could meet Kali in... Yeah. I was not supposed to tell people they could meet him there. That's okay. So I started telling them they could meet him down the street. Only role in my house was PG-13 when I was growing up, so I saw Stargate, I saw Fifth Element, like, in theaters, and I remember seeing those, and no rated R. But on Sundays, that was, like, the only exception, and I'm like, what, rented as a kid, you don't really understand that Sundays. So on Sundays, you could watch rated R movies? No, Sundays was the one day we couldn't watch anything oh. but the oh. animated okay. Book of Mormon movies. Sundays, and... you can't watch anything but rated R movies. Nothing or above level G. Oh, eventually we made my parents were like, can we watch Disney movies on Sunday too? So eventually that changed. the love for Disney was born. Oh, the love for Disney was... Oh my goodness. Yeah, we won't... I don't even know when the love of Disney was started at... I'm going to go with when I was three years old and... Star Wars. It was a a relationship that started before I was born. Right? That's kind of how Disney was. Yeah. But again, I but I do remember when my mom married my dad when I was about eight or nine, eight. That's kind of when my eyes were opened up a little bit more to like Star Wars and movies like that. Because before that, there's a lot of Disney. It was a lot of kid stuff. It was a lot of, um, I wouldn't say no adult content, but it, you know, she was trying to keep it away from her kids and stuff like that. And then after she married my dad... That's kind of when everything started opening up as far as movies yeah. go. But again, PG-13 was the only role. And to this day, my little sister has seen all the Marvel movies since she was like, when did my Iron Man come out? Oh, wait. Yeah. Yeah. And so, my sister was five. She saw that in the theaters. My parents know she's, you know, they know to tell her what's real, what's not. And to this day, we have to be careful when we have other kids in the car because we'll have like 
Marvel on our phones and we're like, oh, no big deal. We can watch Marvel. It's not a big deal. Whereas these kids, their parents are like, no, it's PG-13. They can't see it. So, well, some of those Pirates movies have some pretty graphic stuff. Yeah. The bird pulling the eye out of the the corpse. You guys remember that? Yep. Yeah. Well, that's cool. See, but ultimately, even though these editing companies exist, I think it ultimately comes down to your parents you know they get the the, you know as a parent you decide what your kids can and can't see and i mean that's your choice you you can choose you know and as they and as and as you get as they get older they get to choose and and stuff like that because eventually you're not going to be able to control them because once they turn 18 they're going to watch whatever they want baron's proof of that he watched an edited version and now he watched the full version and not only that i I went out and found every unedited dark rated r movie i could think when i finally broke free i was like there's a lot of movies i haven't seen let's go through the rated r section come to find out most video places don't really have a rated r section no No. it's just all uh, movies yeah yeah it's called movies. i realized at that point you shouldn't judge a movie by its rating yeah and that's the other thing is that when you're like limited to the movies that you're allowed to see you're gonna rebel you're either gonna be like i'm only gonna watch these kind of movies i'm not gonna just to watch them you know you're just gonna do it because you can say i've seen that movie i've seen this well here's the funny thing you know i remember growing up and i knew several families where they're like oh my kids don't watch anything above pg and stuff like that and then you know i'd go i'd be at the theater yeah, you know, it's a rated R movie. I'm enjoying the heck out of it, and I turn around, and, huh? It's those parents sitting a couple <laughs> rows back. See hypocrisy. You know, like- but again, they made the decision that's their children aren't going to do that, and that's fine. And they were going, they were seeing a movie they felt comfortable seeing. Now, shouldn't people have the you know be able to let their kids watch those movies that are edited? I, it's it's tough. It is a tough call because. Me, you know, I wouldn't want someone taking chapters out of my book. You know, I, I spent time making that, developing it, writing that story. And there may be sections that some people are appalled about. You know, there's a whole section where a giant lizard just blows up and there's chunks of living, you know, oh, dead yeah. decaying flesh dropping raining on top down. of a guy, raining down. And someone might like, oh, that's disgusting. I don't ever want to read that again. But that's a awesome part of the story i would never want someone to take that out so i can understand why they don't want people editing these movies well the people but, can still enjoy that at a later time that's what i'm saying like yeah and and i understand where you're coming from because i have i have my work out there too yeah. and and it kind of breaks my heart a little bit that someone would say oh no no no, this scene you can't not right now no you're not gonna yeah. see this scene but you can watch the rest of it that kind of hurts me a little bit but at the same time I have to respect that because you know what? I mean, some scenes, maybe they do want to skip forward. Maybe they do want to skip through. And I mean, at least they are enjoying my work. And I hope that someday they'll give my entirety, the entirety of my work a chance. Yeah. Couldn't you argue that from a director's standpoint too? No, that's what I am. Yeah, he's arguing that. Yeah, because when you think about it, let's, how many um, cuts of Alexander as an example have been out there in the world? (laughs) Or Blade Runner. Or Blade Runner. I mean, it's good. Or Evil Dead or Army of Darkness. Or Highlander. Oh yes, because it's like I really hope Star Wars. We don't yeah. talk about that. You know, Jabba the, Mombata. I'm gonna say this: <laughs> most you guys can't see it, but I flipped Scott off. Most it was like yeah, <laughs> most different. Yeah, okay. Otherwise so you when you have like the bootleg copy or the director's cut or the special edition, it adds to the movie. 
Not with the special edition. Not with the special edition with Star Wars. Again, I feel like it takes more and those. more uh, away. It, yeah, it does. The more the more extra CG scenes they add to it, the more the more times they take you out of that moment where you're stuck in a the movie. They pull you back yeah. into your seat. They slap you around and say, "Look at all the bright lights and the exits and the annoying people around you." You are in a theater, yeah, or you're in your living room, and, and I hate that. Or when and they I, I they did that, that travesty with. with- Han and Greedo. Oh. You see, it was the same issue, though, with Rogue One when they had to CG those characters into it. I understand the necessity, but oh, wow, what a buzzkill. Yeah. No, Every I, I time heard. that, when the, the, the one chan- the general turned so, around and. So oh that's. Gosh, he's yeah. just so creepy. So, oh. Well, hey, Tarkin had to be there. He did. Like and, I said, there was a necessary. And to evil, be fair, just, I think they did a great job. They did a really they did good. A, it was far less could. creepy than Tron Legacy. It, it was definitely was. Better when you watch it yeah. at home on your home player, you don't see like the blown up to like you know huge yeah. movie. Well, screen and, and here's the thing: so. watching that movie, seeing Tarkin and Leia, Tarkin is much better because it, he was always shadowed. And so it helped kind of... It did. He wasn't as bad. He wasn't as bad. Then you see Leia at, right the, at the end, end where it's all bright and, and white it, it, and oh my gosh, it it's so... It is so glaringly obvious oh, what they did. She looks so much... I'm sorry. I'm just going to say for the home video release, like she looks so much better when you watch it at home. Yes. You know, she really you does. Do. You do. When you're watching it on a smaller screen, it's a lot clearer. Unless you're watching it on 4K. If you're watching it on the 4K or uh, the high-definition Blu-ray... It, yeah, you can see it, but on normal standard television, it definitely doesn't look as bad. Um, but you know, in, in Tron and Legacy, great movie, but man, seeing there was yeah. Jeff, Jeff the, the younger Jeff Bridges at, showing up, and then the what was Especially the what was the copy so of him that was clue. made Clue. It was just so glaringly obvious. Especially when they had to play side by side against each other. Yeah. I mean, the technology was really, really cool at the time, and we got to see that further when they DH Michael Douglas in yeah. Ant Man. And same thing when they. Well, we saw it with Robert Downey Jr. In, yeah. In, yeah. In that Civil War. Good. That was, but that was that, pretty again, good. Again, that was it was well done. But Tron Legacy is also what seven years old. It, at this it is. Point? It definitely is. But it kind of shows its age. Wow. But the funny thing is, is. We knew this was. We saw this coming. If if you didn't, then you probably weren't alive at the time. But Running Man, uh, written by Richard Bachman, which is actually a pen name. Uh, Sorry, it's Arnold Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger. But it's but it's based on a book. uh, Written written by uh, Richard Bachman, which is actually the pen name for Stephen King. Um, So it's a Stephen King novel. But in that. The the main character they're fighting him and he escapes, but then they digitally edit him in. To this fight, so everyone on TV sees him die, and they think he's dead, and then he yeah. shows up. So it's literally that we're in that day and age now, um, where the people in our our reality shows aren't dying, so but they really are. But yeah, and so this is the thing is, yeah, that came up before I was born. Yeah, that's okay. They're they're up. I mean, these movie companies are upset because these companies are editing stuff out of their movies, but then they're editing people into movies that aren't even alive. Yeah. Which I, mean, I know and, and when Carrie point, Fisher died, there was a huge outcry. They're like, they can't add Leia back in for Star Wars Episode Nine. And as much as I love Leia, I agree. I don't think they should do it. See, but how could they have done that with her being as old as she was? You can't. Well, there's no way you could have regenerated her back to be looking that way without doing the exact same yeah. amount of CGI on her. Well, I know, and the thing with, but 
You would have had a voice yeah. at least, but other than that, I don't. See I mean, how they it, it's really bad. It's it is bad that we lost her. You know, I know nine was supposed to be a pivotal point where she confronts Kylo. That's not going to happen. They have to. They have yeah. to rewrite the story. We've, Han's definitely not going to show up to save the day. We know nope. he's gone. Um, so they, which is they, tragic. It, it is like the the Batman trilogy where the third one was supposed to be the trial of the Joker. Yeah, and now and we couldn't not. we couldn't do that because Heath Ledger passed away. But for, yeah, this is, for the record, if I ever die and I was in some kind of movie thing. Please bring me back. I don't mind. Just let the story that was well, that was supposed to be told be told. So when is it okay to do that out of respect, and when is it disrespectful to? I think they did a fantastic. Well, here I think they did a fantastic job with the the last Fast and Furious with Paul Walker. I've never seen any of those movies. Okay, well, most of it was done, and they had to, and he died before they could finish. They brought oh, in. Yeah, his, they brought in his brother. They brought in his brother, which looked very much like him. You did, you know, and. They brought him in, but you didn't. See, there wasn't a lot of close-up shots. There, there were side shots. They had the audio for some of the stuff, so you didn't see him on camera. You heard him talking off-screen, and then at the very end, they there was a full-on frontal. But you know, they had the brother there, and then they composed a shot from one of the first ones. I think that was fitting because, and they were saying goodbye to him. I mean, they really yeah. were, and the character left because they. Now, if they well, would have brought him back in at an eight, I would that would have been, in my opinion, too, too, too going too far. But yet, I feel like the situation's different for Heath Ledger and Paul Walker. Paul yes. Walker, he had a, a career yes. out of that movie. Yes. That was that was his landmark. That was. Heath Ledger had an amazing performance in one. Yes. I mean, he had a lot of other good movies. Don't get me wrong, but Batman wasn't his legacy. No, it was. The Joker was not his career. No. Replacing him, I see that in no way as disrespectful towards Heath Ledger. No. No. No, and if they would have brought someone else in as the Joker, I would have been fine with that. And, yeah. and I honestly feel and I they feel should. Like that, and that... they shouldn't just bring in a, a Jared Leto Joker. Uh, no, they should no. bring in somebody who portrays a very similar Heath Ledger because we're trying to pick up from where we left off. Are we like not? what we did with Harry Potter. We, yeah. we don't need yeah. to yeah. rediscover yeah. who Joker is. I yeah. mean, yeah. I, I but mean, that's a really bad example because I don't like Michael Gambon's Oh man, uh, I don't like it as much. But at the same time, I am grateful that we. I am grateful yeah. they did that. I am grateful they got past that and they were able to. Well, and, and that was a tragedy because they, that would have completely killed the entire oh, movie. Yeah. Because uh, Richard, what was his last name? Harris. Harris, fantastic actor. Seen him in so many things. Count of Monte Cristo. Oh. Monte Cristo. Fantastic job. Uh, even in Gladiator, when he plays uh, Caesar in that. Just a fantastic actor. And when I saw him as Dumbledore, I'm like, all right. I, I agree. I don't like the new guy they brought in. Yeah. But they had to do something. Yeah. And instead of CGing him in, they just recast it. Because recasting it, it doesn't pull you out. No. You notice it once or twice at the beginning. It's a little little unnerving. Mm -hmm. A lot like, I, I think one of the big examples I can think of is Last Man Standing. The mm -hmm. very first season. <laughs> the his, one daughter. His one yeah. daughter yeah. goes yeah. from... Yeah, she goes from what a, a skinny brown haired girl to to a to a taller, a little yeah. bit thicker blonde. Yeah, and and, and they make first... and they make several puns at yeah. towards it. You know, oh, like yeah, when the yeah. grandpa shows up, he's like, "Didn't you look different last time I was here?" Oh yeah, you know, <laughs> you know oh, the, the way the writers I, went around it yeah. was amazing. But I love that because they're like, "Okay, we know this is obvious. Yeah, so we're gonna poke fun at it. You're gonna go for the ride, which I think and, is what they need to do. And it sold. It, it sold. Did. I bought it. I bought into it. It only took me. In fact, I remember when I went back, because my wife was like, oh, let's watch some more again, because there's nothing new on Netflix. Yeah. 
<laughs> and uh, and we went back to season one, and I'm like, I don't like this other girl. Yeah, I'm no, glad I, that I, they got rid of her. You know, she doesn't. I actually liked the first one, but well, I, she, I didn't. I didn't like the second. Kristen. Well, she did good, but after I'd gotten so accustomed to the second one, when I came back to that first one, I then had to reaccustom yeah. myself to that first one again because yeah. she didn't quite fit into that family picture frame that I had in yeah. my mind. Well, and you know, and I again, even in later series, like when Kyle comes back and, he, and he's like, you know, you're a really different person than when I dated you. I mean, this is like season four, and you're like, yeah, because it was someone yeah. different. But that was perfect, and I think they could have pulled it off and still pulled off the trial of the Joker, and still given it justice without taking away from Heath Ledger's performance. Exactly. See, yeah. and I think The Dark Knight Rises lost something because oh, it did of that. it completely oh, did. Yeah, I, I think, think Bane was a bad choice. Series really did. You could tell that they completely went a different direction than what the direct than what the writer originally anticipated. Oh yeah, and well, uh, they brought the thing, back they, in they Rachel Dawes cool. as well. Yeah, it was just like, wait, we've already had the story. Oh, yeah. Well, and not only that, they finished the story. Like, if they were going to bring in Antalya at any point in time, they should have alluded to it in Batman Begins or even oh, yeah. The Dark Knight. Yeah. But well, then she's just kind of out, and it wasn't even Antalya from the comic books no, that we all know and love. No. It was that crap. It, it it was it was bad. Yeah. I mean, we lost Rachel. They recasted her. Why can't they recast Joker? And who they got was horrible. They also recast um, Rhodey in the. Uh, they in did. Marvel. Yeah. They, yeah. Don Cheadle. Don Cheadle. Yeah. Um, they Terrence re- Howard. They recasted I him. Howard. I love Terrence Howard, and I was. Tr- it, it made me. It made me so sad when he left. But well. See, there I'm were okay there were that. issues. No, yeah, and I remember yeah. the issues. But now I'm fine with Don Cheadle being Rhodey. Yeah. I do kind of miss the chemistry bit, from the stuff. first movie that yeah. Rhodey yeah. and... Yeah, Don Cheadle does not have that same chemistry. I, no. That is very With obvious. Robert and he, yeah. they don't have that same joking relationship. Like, as an example, you two do when you've known each other for as yeah. long as you have. Yeah. yeah. That mm-hmm. relationship just wasn't mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. But, you know, mm-hmm. I just... Yeah. I mean, so the, the real question, because we're almost out of time, is what what is your opinion on this? You know, last call... It, do you think there, these companies should exist that can edit? Or, you know, because we're buying the material, it's our right to kind of edit it, but make it not permanent so that it can be opened up where, you know, later those people can see it or we can watch it when we don't want, when the kids aren't around? Or 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 should it just be, no, can't edit it. If you don't want to watch it, fast forward or skip it. Well, that's still editing. True. See, and that's that's back. how things were edited when I was a kid. I mean, rarely did it ever come to that. But I remember once or twice my mom and dad <laughs> being like, all right, everyone. They'd pause the movie. Okay, everyone, plug your ears. And my dad would usually turn the volume down. My mom would go over and hold a t- pillow in, in front of the TV screen because the whole yeah. TV screen is covered by a throw pillow. And she'd just look behind the pillow <laughs> and then... And then she'd, she'd tell my dad to stop, and then she'd move the pillow, and we could unplug our ears, and they'd hit play again. You know, or they're, Can or, I tell a story or you get, or you get two VCRs, and you have one recording, and then play, and then you pause the recording one until it gets to the next part. And then you hit unpause, and it starts recording, so then you have That's a copy. a little too. Oh, yeah. we did that all the time. I just remember in high school, we, we were watching a show, and the teacher hadn't had a chance to edit it before. It was like one of those... You know, was it Romeo and Juliet? I don't remember. Oh I my gosh! It was like in the United. It was no, it was in the United States. It was like pre, like yeah. in uh, when, yeah, I re- way back pre-clothing when. Pre-clothing era? What? Yeah, oh. pre-clothing <laughs> era. I, there was a scene where he's like, "Okay, everybody, hold on." And he spins the TV around. He's like, "Don't worry," and he mutes it. And he's watching. He's fast forwarding. It's like, "Oh yeah, everything's good. Everything's fine. Lots of hair. Lots of stuff. Okay, yep, yep." And we can watch now. 
and he'd spin it back around, and it was so awkward. Yeah. But... My so, and you'd stare at his glasses, hoping to catch the reflection, glinting off the. No, light. so I remember, <laughs> I remember ninth grade. Uh, it was towards the end of the school year. We were watching Romeo and Juliet, and the sixties so, version with like the full nudity. Oh yeah, so oh, I'm getting there. Oh. So, so, and so the librarian there is the one controlling this, and so we're sitting here and we're watching. And then Juliet gets up and stretches, and she is completely oh, yeah. naked. She's got a nice pair. And you know, you see. You know, she was only like fourteen when that was filmed, so she couldn't even watch. The you know, I was well, like no, fourteen so, when I was watching yeah. it too, so I well, think that's yes, fair. Juliet was fourteen, <laughs> but the actress playing Juliet was not fourteen. No, she uh, was so, actually a teenager. They would not let her come to the premiere of the movie, even though where? it was her own body okay, that was well, nude. Yeah. And so we're just sitting here, and suddenly you hear this collective, what? <laughs> and then the teacher's like, oh, whoa. And she hits the button and shuts it off. I have never seen see, a teacher move that fast. See, I had a very similar experience, except the one we had was an edited version yeah. that was poorly edited. <laughs> oh, because what they tried to do was like pause the last frame before anything yeah. shows up. And then and it, it just paused. It paused. And it paused right as that first movie pulls up above the screen. <laughs> And the teacher's like, and we're all, huh? And again, the teacher looks over, not quite catching what's going yeah. on because it's not in the middle of the yeah. screen. And the teacher's like, oh, yeah, it's edited so that you don't have to see. Any, any. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, and then, of course, a letter had to go out to the parents. Exactly. You know, exactly. but. And, yeah. So you have instances like that where they try to edit and they mess and up. And Flicks just dropped the ball. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, okay. So your opinion. We'll start with Scott. Okay. So. I'm actually pro, especially like I'm 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 on Vidangel's side on this one. Right. Like right now, they're still alive, but now you have to have a streaming service like Netflix, Amazon, or HBO, and then you can filter that through their site. You okay. Have to log in there, and you can actually edit stuff out, which is better than what I think they were doing. Um, this way, they're not stealing content. They're just like you're already paying for the content officially, and now, okay, like, now it's less backdoor, kind of like being kind of. Anyway, I that seems a little have... bit more legit than yeah, what they were doing. That does, yeah. yes. Yeah. Before it was kind of like, really, guys, how do you have permission for all this? Yeah. Oh, um, super shady. Yeah. But now I I think that everybody should have the choice, the right to be able to, to edit stuff in their own home. Okay. And it hurts me as a director sometimes, but I have to respect everybody's choices. Freedom to do that. Yeah. yeah. If you okay. don't want to show Michelangelo's David in your home, you don't have to. You know, you can, it's, it's like when I make hot dogs for my kid. <laughs> You know, I get out there, I, I the bun, the hot dog, then I've got mustard. I always have sauerkraut available. Ugh, it's a delicious mm. hot dog, And right? she's like, sauerkraut. Um, I might just have a hot dog, nothing with it. What? Maybe some ketchup. You gotta be kidding me. No bun even? I mean, this isn't it. But you know what? She's enjoying the hot dog the way she wants to enjoy yeah. it. And and so I gotta take Scott's stance with it. I, I think it's stupid. But as long as as long as they're doing it this way rather than the old way, where you know, you know, these other editing companies would go out and they'd buy one copy, they'd make twelve edited copies, and then they'd rent out those twelve yeah. edited copies when they only paid for one for to one, begin yeah. with. Also, yeah. it's better than just parents telling kids, "You will never watch anything." I appreciate being able to see something. Yeah, yeah exactly. Because there are there still are amazing stories out there. There still are amazing aspects of a lot of films well, that and, would and be it, edited, and in a lot of films. There's, you know, some of those sex scenes and stuff like that. Why is this in here? Oh, yeah. Some of them, exactly. Yeah, it's like, you know, it's not going to take away from the story if I clip that out. Exactly. Like uh, like the one in Phenomenon. 
yeah. phenomenon yeah. with uh, John Travolta. Yeah. I mean, that's everything is great in that. I mean, I think that seems fine too. But it's one of those that you can easily cut out. The story stays the same. Yeah. It still has the strength, same strength. The story still holds the same weight. Well, I think they did a wonderful job for Wonder Woman. You know, you saw him in there. You saw him kind of getting cozy. And then they panned out, and all you saw was the window and the light go out. Just like the Truman Perfect. Show. Perfect. You know, it was perfect because literally you sexy, knew what was going to happen. It was enough to let you know what was going to happen, but you didn't need to see it. Yeah. See, and like as an example with like movies that are rated R for their graphic content, Saving Private Ryan is an amazing film. But mm. that 30 minutes or however long they are, that's the Battle of Omaha. Uh-huh. You have to see that movie because you have to almost, I don't want to say experience because you can't really experience what people had mm-hmm. there. But at the same time, it gives you it's that the perspective closest you're gonna get. It's yeah. the closest you yeah. get, you're going to get. Without being but in if you it, yeah. edit that out, you lose part of why they fight portion. so hard. Yeah. No, yeah. no, I agree. Movie. And I that, don't think you should be able to say that you love a movie until you've seen the full movie. Yeah. No, I, I would I agree, agree with that agree. statement. You know, and the thing is, like with that example, I mean, that's a pivotal point in the movie, and it it's part of the main story. To cut that out is exactly. it really harms it, the movie. You're cutting out it a does. vital organ of it. It's it's like you know Office Max. You had no or not Office, Office Max. Space. Office Space. <laughs> <laughs> Meh. You know you had no clue what was going on. You just thought these guys were whiny teenage brats until you saw the full one. And you're like, oh wait a minute, there's actually a relationship art. going yeah. on there. So, and what about Schindler's yeah. List? Same thing. Yeah. I feel like that, Again, that's nudity that you should see because that actually happened. And as a society, we need to make sure that we do not let this well, kind of atrocity uh, happen. You know, that, that, w- that was history as well. And yeah. it's, but again, is that something your 10 year old needs to see? Probably no, not. No. Absolutely not. Your 10 year old probably shouldn't be see- watching but, that but movie. Should, should, you be but, buying, should you be getting the, the edited version of it, though? Because some of those, at some so. point, it's like, you know, there's there's no point. What, you're going to get the edited version of Striptease so you can show your five-year-old that one, too? Because that's going to be a great five minutes. Of- <laughs> and now it's Striptease. Oh, I need a new job. What should I? Da, 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 da. Yeah. Credits. The end. Yeah. <laughs> See, there's something that has to be said about editing movies to the point where you lose everything. Yeah. No. Which See, I do not agree with. Now, now here's here's the other side of this that the just really bugs me. going to be out there to go see. Yeah. I was in high school. I, you know, I was... I just got a checking account. I was feeling pretty cool. And my friends all wanted to watch a movie. Shrek had just came out. I went and I rented Shrek from Blockbuster. I even signed up a Blockbuster account. I was Mr. Adult that day. Yes. And I got home that night and I was, Mom, look, I went and rented a movie that the family can watch. Oh, don't worry about it, sweetheart. We have the Clean Flicks version of Shrek. Not kidding you. (laughs) We then sat down and watched the Clean Flicks version of Shrek. That did have some big edits. Wow. <laughs> really? Like, it was ridiculous. Anything really? that could be slightly mistaken as innuendo. Gone. Which is a lot which of Shrek. Which is a lot of Shrek. He doesn't go up the he doesn't go save his donkey. No. <laughs> he, they don't even notice the giant tower. <laughs> wow. There's Jeez. a lot of yeah, there's a lot of it that I was just like, you yeah. ruined this tower. movie. Yeah, there it is. It's a rated one whole episode later. He finally gets it. All right, um, we're out of time. I, you know, I, I think, you know, I like how they've gone to editing what you already have. You're paying for with the subscription base. That makes more sense. You're paying for it. You can edit it. You know, I, I did have some huge concerns. Basically, hey. We have one copy. We've made 1,400 other ones. We're going to send those out to you. Um, So, 
you know, teach their own. You know, I on one side, like Scott, I don't want anyone editing my book and cut and cutting and parting it. But you know, if they own it, they can skip what they want. They can, you know, it's their right. So, all right, folks. So uh, with that said, we've gone over, but we'll catch you next time. Okay, we're out of time. Are you a fan of dungeon crawlers? Then it's time for you to level up your experience. Download our episodes that are released every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And not only that, we want to hear from you. We want to know who you want to hear on the show. What author, what celebrity, what game designers you want to hear. Not only that, we also want to hear what you like about the show. So, with that said, please reach out to info dungeoncallersradio.com, email us on Twitter or Facebook, and let us know what you want to hear on this show, because we want it to be as much of your show as it is ours. So, with that said, we're out of here, and we'll catch you next time.